Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dotson from Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to the podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and click subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Today we find ourselves in chapter 5 of the book of Acts. And at the end of the last chapter, chapter 4, we saw what was an awesome expression of unity and love displayed within that early church. People understood and they embraced the directive that Christ had given them, which was to deny themselves, pick up their cross, and follow Jesus. Yet this was not some picturesque, idyllic world of Christianity in play here. It was instead a real church of believers with all of its very real human flaws. Therefore, knowing that, it did not take long for the pretenders to surface. Now, two of the most famous of these pretenders is the duo Ananias and Sapphira. Whenever the subject of biblical lying or cheating comes up, so do the names of Ananias and Sapphira. What a sad and timeless legacy to leave behind. It certainly makes one wonder what each of us will leave behind. That question raises an issue for all of us to consider, which is the greater matter of holding back from God. As we'll see, Ananias and Sapphira kept back a portion of the money gained on the sale of their land. Now let us make note that this would have been absolutely fine because as Peter said, it was their land and therefore it was theirs to do as they wished. The issue was not that they kept part of the sale money, but rather they feigned that they had given all. Today, we literally have generations of Ananias and Sapphira's gracing the pews of America. The details of each situation certainly are different, but the end result is the same. And that is so many people holding back from God. So many people pretending that they have given everything. It could be the money or time or service or something as basic as heart and love. But an attempt is being made to avoid giving all to God, rather some percentage of what we have and who we are. The sad irony of this is that setting aside the extreme and false prosperity doctrine, we have to understand today that God does indeed long to bless us on so many different levels. But holding back anything from our God He who not only owns everything but made everything is not only foolish, but you know what? It's ultimately self-destructive. And the result is actually contrary to what we're trying to accomplish by holding back in the first place. So let's read verse 1 where we find about a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession and kept back part of the price his wife also being aware of it, then brought a a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back part of the price of the land? While you kept it, didn't it remain your own? After it was sold, wasn't it in your power? How is it that you have conceived this thing in your heart? You haven't lied to men, but to God. And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and died. 
great fear came on all who heard these things. The young man arose, wrapped him up, they carried him out and buried him. And about three hours later, his wife, not knowing what had happened, also came in. So you see, Ananias and Sapphira attempted to fake their commitment. They were attempting to deceive the church. This shows a rather fundamental lack of understanding of God as well as our relationship with him. And you know, this is often the case even today. We fail to place this issue in the realm of real-world viability and the actual application to our lives. Whenever we attempt to hold on to part of the world while still grasping at a measure of spiritual standing, we fail to achieve the balance that we desire, the balance that we think we can achieve. Instead, well, we become lukewarm and furthermore useless in the spiritual realm. We simply become God's vomit, which he will, according to scripture, Revelation 3, ultimately expel from his body, quote unquote. Now, whether we can humanly handle the extreme nature of this story, that is just what happens to both of these individuals in the story. In this case, the end result was, well, literally death. And whether that death is bodily or spiritual for us today, we cannot expect to steal from God and remain indefinitely in his good graces. In the end, the lie was not unto God, or excuse me, not unto man, but rather unto God, and his Holy Spirit. Verse 8 says, Peter answered her, Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. And she said, Yes, for so much. But Peter asked her, How is it that you have agreed together to tempt the Spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of those who buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. She fell down immediately at his feet and died. The young men came in and found her dead, and they carried her out and buried her by her husband. Great fear came on the whole assembly and on all who heard these things. You know, I think we would be amiss if we moved on in this story without mentioning this issue of fear that we read of in verse 11. Ananias and Sapphira had premeditated their sin, which immediately places such into the realm of what we know of as Transgression. Transgression is a knowing sin. A word of God, the word of God rather, has much to say about this issue of transgression. The pages of the book of James are rich with examples of this subject. When we transgress God's directions, we stand in a very real possibility that we have not actually been reborn. And instead, we still remain firmly in the realm of the natural man. Indeed, we should naturally have a fear of our Creator, our God. Yet know this today, such is never the basis of the relationship He longs to have with us. Rather, He desires to have a loving, parental participation in our lives, one that is based rather on trust and honesty. It is so important to clearly understand today that we cannot play games with God and get away with it. He knows all and He sees all, and furthermore, He expects us to walk in that and he expects us to hold to the agreement we made with him in salvation i repent or i quote turn away from my old path end quote and agree to walk in obedience to the lord who's brought me out of slavery 
I have essentially died and I have been reborn, and in doing so, I now belong to him. But when I attempt to circumnavigate this, this design, I falsify my salvation, and I ultimately fall into a fear relationship with God. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dotson. To learn more about Tim Dotson or Believers Church, visit believerstogether.com. 